How, what is that? What are you on? How many beers? Yeah. I think it's like 12. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Face Chuggers. I'm Carlos. I'm Andy. We talk about alien and alien-related movies, <laughs> except for today when we talk about AI movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're changing it up. We're going to do the 1982 version, and we have a special guest. His name is... Steven. <laughs> Hello. Welcome aboard. Thank you. I've already been drinking, so I apologize. You better. Sorry. We just have to catch up. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Lord, it's going to be a long night. Uh, uh, what movie are we doing today, Stephen? He brought this to us. This is one of my favorite movies, Blade Runner. And we are going to see the final cut right now, which I think took Wrigley Scott um, something like 15 years to finally get around to. Uh, Probably. The final cut. Yeah. What do you mean? What? Okay, explain there's, to me what the final cut. Because look, I'm dumb. I don't know anything. So explain. there's like five five different versions of this movie. One. There's the theatrical cut, and then was is which one's the one with the voiceover? The first one. It was in the theater, oh, okay. and the studio made them put in the voiceover yeah. because they were trying to make it kind of make dumb sense. it down, yeah. make everyone could understand what was going on. So they had this bad Sam Spade narration okay. over the whole movie, which actually it, changed the movie by adding a few lines to it. Yeah, it, it makes it more, you understand more, okay. but the way Harrison Ford reads it, he's so mad that he has to do it, you can hear it in the audio. He's like, and blah, blah, blah. He's like basically yelling the narration. It sounds so bad. <laughs> okay, so what are we, What the one we're doing is what? Is the last edit of the movie. So, is it the best? It is the best. Okay. <laughs> the the yeah. fan club. Yeah, I always say this is the best. Is the best. Yeah, there's weird little differences that, like, I don't even it, know. Like, I probably wouldn't notice. You wouldn't notice, yeah. Okay. You'd, you'd still be like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sadly, like, I think on Netflix they have the theatrical cut. Yeah. So I- anyone who's just going Netflix, you're not going to get the, you're going to get the worst version yeah. of the film. Oh. Yeah. Mandy, oh, yes. let's, I have a question for you. What's that? What do you think Blade Runner's about? I literally have no, no idea. No, just I- imagine what you know of it. Just give me a quick... Can I read it? <laughs> no, no, don't read it. I, I want to know what you think it is. I, I think this is fun. <laughs> Hold on. Because I feel like I've seen parts. Yeah. Because I feel like this movie was always on TV, it right? It kind okay. of was for so, a little bit. So, yeah. uh, I just know Harrison Ford. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's it. It's got nothing <laughs> to do with running with scissors. <laughs> Blade Runner. Okay, is it a game? No, it's based off a novel by Philip K. Dick uh, called Do Androids Sleep... Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Okay. Uh, But Tony... er, Not Tony Scott. uh, Ridley Scott bought the rights to another book called Blade Runner. Okay. And so all he did with that was just take the name of that book and then he used it for this movie. Because he thought he sounded cool. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, so it's. It, I have no idea. To be completely honest. So know. you know what this movie's like? It's like those old detective movies. Okay. It, so kind of think of it that way. I almost get the feeling of the one we just Dark like a, City, like a noir. Yeah, yeah, Dark exactly. Okay. It's that same kind of genre. Yeah. Okay, like so I it's feel like just. I have seen a lot of this movie. Yeah. 
but I don't remember it. Like, if I see it, I'll probably be like, oh, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah, he's uh, he's a detective. You've got a femme fatale mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely takes a twist away from your normal detective movies from yeah. the 30s and, and 40s. Yeah. Is it, where, is it supposed to be set in the uh, future? Set in the future. Okay. Uh, is it New York? Uh, L.A. L.A., okay. But... It's also a dark city style where they're going to put like a fifty spin on it. Yeah, it's it, it's very technologi- technologically advanced. <laughs> That's the alcohol, sorry. <laughs> um, but it still feels like those Retro old school movies. Yeah, yeah, like it's got a lot of shadows and, and like black okay. and white kind of almost feel. Um, Steve, what's your history with the movie? Well, I actually saw the movie in the theaters in 1982. I had a cousin who was a big science fiction fan and he took me to go see Blade Runner and said, this is incredible. Uh, We also, uh, the same, you know, the same the same summer uh, I went to go see, you know, there were so many other great movies that came out right then. But Tron also came out, and he took me to see Tron, which is another great science fiction film. Uh, But I liked the movie, but that that narration bothered me. And then it took a long time to see it again. I think I got it in VHS, and then eventually when the, the director's cut came out and they got rid of the narration... That's when the film really spoke to me because it changes the end of the movie a little bit. Um, we'll do a spoiler alert later and talk about that. Yeah, that's fine. But <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite. It's definitely my favorite top ten films of yeah. all time. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. So you can trash it, but you can make me cry just a little bit. <laughs> I trash every movie. So this movie. Anyway. <laughs> so this movie is kind of a cult classic now. Yeah. When it came out, it kind of bombed a lot. So but it's a, with the the new one, the new one is kind of a bomb too. What everybody said this is so good. I people that saw it, I saw. Did you it. see it? The new one. I saw it, and you liked it, it. It's really good. I liked it. I didn't like it as much as the original, but it does continue the story on. It answers a couple questions, um, and I think they did a good job. I don't know how it did in the, Was it the box too office much CGI. Or no, it no. doesn't. No? It didn't feel okay. no. It's it's super slow, deliberately so. Yeah. Okay. Like it's like I loved it because the visuals are so like beautiful. Like it's like looking at a painting. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so like slow and like just you know you're not racing through stuff. It was real calm and like I liked it a lot. They but, yeah, they still they, they kept the feeling of yeah. the original Blade Runner, which didn't have CGI because it really wasn't around yeah. yet. Yeah. And so they did models, and you'll see that that. It is so layered and so lush, the scenery, and they, they were able to keep that. Yeah. I think they, they really were able I, to keep I, the spirit of the film. Well, I haven't seen the new one, but I do want to see it. But I wanted to watch this before yeah, I yeah. saw yeah, it. Yeah, so it, it continues. I'm like, very yes. curious to yeah. see which one I like better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that'd be interesting. I'm anti-CGI, and I like... But it's not CGI, though. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell. I can tell. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she can smell it out. Yeah. I hate it. Okay, are we going to get started? Because, hey, it's getting late. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mom. Okay, so we're, we're going to go watch Blade Runner. We'll be back after the song. Beep. Bye. <laughs> Astro Creep, 
Blickenster style kill American freak, yeah. More human than human. More human than human. <laughs> that is a uh, White Zombies Astro Creep 2000. Oh, I was gonna say wrong, but... Who has the line more human than human based is it off from Blade Runner? It is from Blade Runner. Okay. Uh, we're back and we are drunk. Who did? <laughs> you are super drunk. Fuck off. One bottle of wine. Look, Come on, no worries. I'm drinking from my good friend Steve here brought me a bottle of, how do you pronounce this? Clos, Clos du Bois. Which I pronounce wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shot today. And it's good, and I'm drunk. Okay, bye. Uh, we also took one shot of... The cucumber vodka that which, I brought. Which was surprisingly good. Thank it you. Tastes, yeah. Yeah, it tastes like cucumber. It does. It does its job. I think yeah. we're all pretty toasty. We're pretty toasty. I am pretty buzzed right now, but also I started before y'all. But <laughs> He started at like 4 p.m. I started when I was about 15. <laughs> I think I'm ahead of you both. <laughs> so... As a newbie, I want to ask Amanda, mm. did you like this movie or not? Yes or no? <laughs> like, you, like, you're not going to hurt our feelings, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to hurt Steve's feelings. No, no you won't, you're, you're not. My like, no, you're not. Like, what? I, I've already formed an opinion about you a long time ago. It's <laughs> not going to change. Yeah, I, here, yeah, that's what I feel like. Like, okay. like don't I love you no like, matter what. <laughs> Don't hold back. Like, I feel like that's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh Uh-huh. Story-wise, I'm gonna be, like, boring. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Visual-wise, I liked it. I loved it. I get that completely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they could have done more with story. I feel... That's just me. Yeah, I I get where you're coming from, and Mm -hmm. I feel like we've seen this, what, multiple times? Multiple times. Yeah. So, like, we get more from the story. This is one of those movies where, like, every time you rewatch it, you get something new out it, of it. It is so rich and deep and, like... But, yeah, I could understand. The first time you see it, you're, you are you know... And in compared to what you might see today, where yeah. they just... Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's 20 writers. stuff out. And then they, like, add more to it, do the focus group. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is, you know, just two writers... One director producer yeah. who almost lost his job and had it taken <laughs> away from him because he took way too long. Yeah. I'm gonna say I did think I saw it. Remember, mm-hmm. I was like, I yeah. think I've seen it, yeah. but no, I hadn't. Oh no! Oh. I kept thinking about that fucking movie. That movie where, oh, God, it's like it was about the same time, uh-huh. but it's like a game. Tron. Not Tron. It was like a game, like a race. Um, like Tron. Running Man. Running oh, Man. The <laughs> Running Man. Yes. I kept thinking about that the whole time. Okay. Okay, I'm totally off That's all right. I, I like that movie, uh-huh. but it's not Did you see movie. that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, I feel like that's... that's Schwarzenegger. Um, yeah, that was like mid-80s. Yeah. yeah. I just kept thinking of that, and it wasn't that. No. So I guess I had not seen Blade Runner, but... Yeah. It, you know, I enjoyed it. It was still a good, uh, interesting movie to look at. Yeah. Story-wise, I wasn't that into it, but I think it was more of a boy movie. It's hard to get into. <laughs> <laughs> no? No, I... Uh, it's like the it's like the Star Wars thing. I can't get into it. 
I feel like this is harder to break into instead of start, like <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kind of you you've got to work for this movie. You've got to. You just, really have to like. It, it is a. It's deep. It's, it's a thinker. It's, yeah. yeah. It's it's a really smart film. You have to read into the line readings. Yeah. Like it's I think a. I'm too lazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if you're not. Like, yeah, it's one of those movies where if you're not willing to do the work, it's not gonna it's not gonna work for you. Okay. <laughs> where are we gonna start? Uh, this movie takes place November 2019. Which is next year. Next which means year. next year we have flying cars, which and is great. I do have a, a question for you. Sure. Steve. Not Carlos. Okay. <laughs> when yeah. you saw this when it first came out, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and you were like, oh, 2019, right? Were you like, oh, shit, we're going to be there at in that time? Or were you just like, yeah. oh, my God, this never Yeah, I was in... I was young, and it was like I didn't even think I'd be alive during 2019. <laughs> I thought I'd be dead in some gutter somewhere, or a foreign country, or from some venereal disease that didn't have a cure. You know, I when it, I was thinking about what I was doing the next day. Yeah. So, so you yeah. never you, but did you think like it's like us watching? Um, uh, uh, Back to the Future and thinking, uh-huh. oh, we're going to be... 2034. Yeah. Have, yeah. have flying yeah. cars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, I didn't... I, I, I always never believed the promise of flying cars. No, yeah, know, yeah. I'd love one, but no, I never believed it. But, I mean, you got to think back. This was a time when the Macintosh computer mm-hmm. was in its infancy. Yeah, they yeah. were brand new. The technology wasn't there at mm-hmm. this point. I mean, we didn't even have a mouse for a computer yet. Yeah, so yeah. when he's using that machine to zero in on the on the, uh, the yeah, photographs, like photos, I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's freaking excellent!" Yeah. I mean, it was a very Orwellian look it at technology. Of, uh, what is it? Uh, 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 Minority Report. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which Report. is yeah. the same author yeah. who who the novel oh, okay, was taken okay. from. Mm, that makes sense. So yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I love the, like the giant billboards. You know, like Coke, Pan Am. Which yeah. Pan Am's gone. Coke is still there. Yeah. But it, it's you know, it's it's that look of the future. But were you thinking like we're going to get there? I didn't think I would get there. So no, you just thought, that was oh, such I'd be a dead by distant future that I wouldn't yeah. even even okay, comprehend. Now it. that we're here, are you disappointed? <laughs> oh, absolutely! I want my flying <laughs> car. I want it now. You can keep your Tesla. I want flying. But see, that's what Elon means. Musk is garbage. <laughs> yes, I don't okay. care if he's dating Grimes. No. He's garbage. <laughs> we talked about this in a past episode where I was like, "Where the fuck are our flying cars?" Right? They're not going to happen. And he's no. like, "Do you want flying car? Do you want pe- these fucking idiots driving these flying cars?" Everybody would be dead. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, it would yeah. be mass destruction. Just yeah. get your little drone, get your phone on there, and go up and take pictures, and that's as good as it's going to get okay. right now. So I'm going to interject. Go. He was speaking of Orwellian. Uh, Ridley Scott directed the Macintosh commercial, the, the very famous 1984 uh, Macintosh yeah. commercial, which no, this takes some visual about. clues. So in 1994, uh-huh. uh, do you know the novel 1984? Oh, I, no, no, I know. Head, I know nod your head. Yes, <laughs> I know that you're a child. In that okay, day. but well, do, do you know the book 1984? No, George Orwell. No, that came out. Well, but that, <laughs> you should read that book. It's a good book. I don't read. <laughs> if you ever read, read that book, a, you, we'll, we'll get the movie. We'll, 
Yeah, there is a movie. Is there a it's got John, it? John Hurt. Yeah. yeah, there might be. <laughs> Okay. So, <laughs> anyway, so, like, in 1984, Apple Macintosh, uh-huh. before it was called Apple, uh-huh. um, had a commercial, and it was directed by Ridley Scott, the director of Blade Runner yes. that we just okay. watched, and the director of Alien, by the way. Yes. <laughs> and so, he made this commercial of this woman, like, basically breaking the, like, system, the patriarchy, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and it was, like, based off the novel of 1984, just, like, break free. And it's very good commercial. Okay. Yeah. And it's maybe my age, but I love that Orwell's view of the world, mm-hmm. that it's it's kind of a dystopian universe. It's not, in a, it's not a positive future. Mm-hmm. It's kind of negative. And that's why I love movies like this, where it's just dark and bleak. Because that's and where we're at right now. Yeah, and you're looking for that <laughs> little glimpse of human nature or love or something that you could grasp hold of. I mean, generally, I'm a glass half full kind of guy but the movies I like are glasses like which are dark. like even a fourth full and it's leaking out yeah. quickly I like zombie movies where the government's worse than the zombies yeah. so that's why what, is that that's what those yeah, it's more realistic what is that because <laughs> I, I wasn't breastfed I, I don't blame my mother like I blame her for everything tell me about your mother yeah <laughs> Them, Dr. Freud. <laughs> she did drink during her whole pregnancy, oh. so that might have something to do with oh, it. Oh, that's nice. But I can't, I can't really blame her because I haven't stopped drinking. I don't yeah. know. I actually heard that women who drink wine during the pregnancy, <laughs> that their kids are really calm and oh. chill. Yeah. It's called wine syndrome. It's not pretty. You, you keep telling yourself that, Mandy. Well, I'm not going to have kids. Okay, here we go. The beginning is super sci-fi. Yes. <laughs> they kind of show you the... Okay, the it's The city. Earth. It's L.A. Just well, like you know, I just... Sentences. I, I love the, the flying cars going through this layers of the city, and it's because they actually built models and took the cameras oh. through there and did all this layering, which adds... It's a, such a different feel than than what you'd see today. Yeah. And it really holds up well. So it's really like great. a, a model. It, yeah, yeah, it's a model. Like yeah, okay. giant model. Like all they, the all the building shots yeah. are amazing. That's yes. awesome. Like yeah. in this like so we got the Blu-ray with the with the uh the final cut, I guess yeah. it's called. And it looks great. Yeah. Like yeah. it really does I didn't, look great. Yeah, it didn't bother me at all. I no, like those models are Why fucking is, perfect. This is the thing. So, you fucking director, stop doing CGI and well, here's, go back to here's the old the school ways. So, <laughs> it's money. It, it really is. It's money. And but artists. It looks and, terrible. It, well, but it doesn't look terrible at the time. It just ages terribly. Yeah. Like, models look better now why is than, that? like, 90s CGI. Like, why? Because 90s CGI is like, oh, this is the... The top of technology, and then it's and like, it wasn't yeah, that great at the yeah. Time. yeah. But where models is like, you're just it's film, it's a smaller scale of a thing, and it looks beautiful, like it really does. Well, like, I don't understand why they don't just keep with that concept and why they keep trying. It, to I push mean, it, it, like, it, I think nowadays it is cheaper to do CGI. Is it? I think it is. Yeah. I feel like it would because be cheaper to do models. You don't have to build the physical models anymore. 
that would be like to me that seems like less time yeah. and less no, I mean, effort. It, it's great when they actually what they can do they physically build and what yeah. you can't you bring in the CGI. But now it's just turn it over to some outside yeah. company to fill in all these blanks. And, and sometimes and, and, it's rush gobs yeah, too. Yeah, and I you and you could like and you it. could. I agree. Yeah. I feel like I could, you can tell. Yeah. You can I mean, tell. Like the only time models look fake. So the the the. I guess uh, I was reading something about like Godzilla movies. And it's like the only time models look fake is when there's water because you can't shrink water like splashes. Mm. Like that doesn't shrink. Like that's yeah. like you can tell that's a tub or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like sure. that's the only time you can't like really cheat. Yeah. The old school where the guys in yeah. the rubber yeah, suit yeah, yeah. splashing through. Yeah. It's like oh, that's a exactly. giant water drop. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And that crease in the suit, you're like that doesn't look good, yeah. but it was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the look of the film is wonderful. The texture, and then I'm going to add on the music. You had Vangelis, Vangelis, who at the time was probably the most sought after after musician. He had just come from Chariots of Fire a year before, won a lot of Academy Awards, and mm-hmm. also the soundtrack is incredible. So his. His music adds such a layering and texture to this film. It's a good Which, soundtrack. Yeah. It, I was g- going to point out the music, actually, um, because all I kept thinking about was uh, Legend. Uh, yeah, Ridley Scott directed that movie, too. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's coming full circle. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he... Have you I don't seen Legend? If, I've seen Legend. Okay. Uh, it's got Mia Farrow, Tom Cruise, before mm-hmm. he's a Scientologist, and before he got his... <laughs> and before he, he got his teeth fixed. Before he went a little cray-cray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. He's testing that guy, right? He's doing a tuning test. Oh, wait. Did we do a synopsis, or we did not? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> We're good. Okay. Like, there's... The movie's been out for a while. People have seen it, or they haven't. So, uh, here, I'll do one real quick. Uh, Harrison Ford plays a Blade Runner, who... Uh, basically like um, hunts replicants which are AI units and in this movie there's six of them that have uh, come into Earth two of them are dead so now there's four so he's hunting them and he's trying to stop them and I I would say it's even more than AI because these are these are actually flesh and blood they are genetically engineered humans and so it's it's much more it, it's like we've created a slave class, yeah. mm-hmm. and so it's much more poignant. I mean, these are just basically someone who's just below us, yeah. so we can execute them. They're we can use them for slaves. Technically humans, right? But, but they but they're four? flesh and blood uh, that survived. Yeah, yeah. That survived what? Uh, coming coming the back in there. Well, they were on the off world because they're not okay. allowed on Earth. On Earth, okay. Yeah. So yeah. why are they here? Because they just want to live. They want. They're. They're. I think they're searching for the answers to longevity. Yeah, it's, because they, they want only life. live four years. Yeah, so they yeah, want life. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're more human than human. How many times are we? I'm gonna say that. So I'm, well, I'm gonna like. Human. I'm gonna. You're gonna have to edit. I am gonna put that <laughs> into our like episode. By the way, because look. <laughs> I love white zombie, and <laughs> I love that quote. Um, I'm just going to tell you right now. Last episode, we talked about Harrison Ford. Yes, we did. And I was not into him. 
I have that in my notes. I don't like Harrison Ford. You don't like it? Okay, has this movie changed your mind? It kind of did. Oh, did it? Oh, my God. In my notes, I have Harrison Ford equals attractive. Was it the blood going into the shot glass? Because that's kind of sexy. I was was into him at that time. I'm straight, but you know what? It just kind of did me. I don't know what it is. We just learned a weird thing about Steve. He's like, well, I didn't vodka. I don't are know. You, are you bleeding? I think you're kind of hot. Okay. So last episode, why were we talking about him? Because I we brought this episode up. Like we're like, oh, we're gonna oh, be Harrison Ford. Yeah. And I was like, why? So, and I was like, yeah, Harrison Ford is attractive. And I was like, obviously. I don't get yeah. it. He's just like a weird old guy to me. Well, like, oh, now, but at the time, here, okay, this is. I'm gonna take you back. <laughs> All right, this was this film was done in 80, 83. Yeah. In 81, excuse me, 80, he did Star Wars. Yep. In 1981, he did Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. and now he did this. Okay. And so, this, this is, is my early problem. career. This is like, he's like young. Before this, he did American Graffiti, so where he had just a little <laughs> tiny role. This is like... The virgining of Harrison Ford. This is the problem. Here's the thing. All these movies you just mentioned were boy movies. Yeah. Amanda <laughs> did not nope. like this or here, care for look, this. Here, here. Oh. So That's I, the I, issue. I brought this up last episode. Yes. So when Mandy was a child, I, no, I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say sexually active, but that's okay. not the word. Well, but like yeah. sexually Going aware. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, so Mandy was like a teenager when Harrison Ford was doing Air Force One. He was already old. So he was already like 40, 45. Yeah. So she didn't get that. Yeah. I like, was like, who's this weird old man? Basically. I wasn't into it. Yeah. And and so like like me, I was like eighty like I was like, you know, I, I grew up in Girl, like at least uh, Return of the Jedi, where I was like, yeah, Han Solo, but yes. that's the thing, is that, like, during uh, fucking uh, Indiana Jones and all that shit, yeah. I mean, I watched them, because I don't know why the fuck I watched yeah. them, but, but I watched them. Teenagers, but teenagers, like, a 13-year-old is yeah. not gonna find like, a 40-year-old track. yeah. To me, it wasn't hot. And if they were, people like me would be hunting them down. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna edit that out, right? Uh, yeah, is, maybe. The weird thing is, <laughs> yeah. guys were into it. Yeah, yeah. And, like and I'm not me, into. I'm like, I, yeah, I don't yeah. get it. I didn't get it. Okay, but watching this, I was like, oh, he's kind of hot. Yeah, like yeah. at at this time, he was hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and he really was. He was a hot actor. This was a different direction for his career. Yeah. And it didn't do well. This movie did really? very so poorly a- at the box office because the studio insisted on this bad narration. Mm-hmm. Um, they the, the studio kind of co- co- took control of the editing. And I've got a list of movies that came out the same <laughs> summer this did, Go which was it. so. Th- this movie is competing with E.T., e. The Thing, Fast Times at Ridgemont Highs, Officer and a Gentleman. Poltergeist, oh. Tron, Conan the Barbarian, Pink Floyd's The Wall, so every stoner was there all summer, <laughs> Road Warrior, Rocky Three, and The Wrath of Khan. The same year. Yeah. The same summer. The it's summer. not just the same the, year, it's the same it's like summer. The same, like what? Three, came out of yeah, that time? The, and, and so there were so many choices to see <gasps> that this dark little film, which was amazing, Throwbacks and noir did, movies did not take off, and it just so it lingered. Became a cult classic. It became yeah. a cult classic. You had 
he was able to go back and have recut it, reshoot it. You know, not There's reshoot it, but so re-edit it. Edits of this, and finally, we've got the the version we saw today, yeah. which is is the director's favorite. Oh, like the final, final. Yeah, final like, that's like it. The ultimate cut is until he needs a lot more money, and then he'll do another yeah, cut. He, yeah. he, <laughs> Ridley Scott is not afraid of money. Yeah. <laughs> He fucking loves it. I'm like, just gonna tell you, Poltergeist is my one of my yeah. top ten movies. Man, love Poltergeist is good. Fucking love. Yeah, I saw most of these in yeah. the theater, and it was just like, oh shit. God, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this movie starts off with a tuning test. Here we go. Tuning test. Yes. That's- um. So that's when Harrison Ford is testing that guy, or that Ben uh, Holden Ford, is testing. Yes. Yeah. That guy. Okay. His and name then is Leon. Leon. Um, Leon is e- an AI. Yes. Yeah. And he is like, fuck you, and shoots him. Yes. Okay. Um, Leon's not the smartest of the, not, of the, no. of all the yeah, replicants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you got for me next? <laughs> I'm at Edward James Olmos. That was there, too. Okay. <laughs> what do we think about him? I think... He was skinny and yeah. young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, weird. Okay. Wearing contacts. He, yes, he has some nice blue contacts. And I'm glad there's Hispanics in the future, unlike <laughs> Star Wars. You're yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, so I, I love like the, the the crowds where people are speaking, you know, Chinese, Chinese Japanese, yeah. mm-hmm. Spanish, German. Uh, you know they're eating noodles, and like okay. he's like negotiating. Like I want th- four of the meats. Yeah. No, no, you're only allowed two. So yeah. There's rationing. Okay, well, I want noodles. Which is this is all something that we would eat today. Yeah. So it's not like he's eating some kind of green slime that's like oh yeah. is prevalent in the future. It's stuff that's relevant to what we eat now. So it makes it more yeah. believable in the near future. So this is set in L.A. L.A. Yes. Um. And this is also set in, I guess, Chinatown? Well, I think... Uh, I think it's spilled out. Yeah, L.A. has become a giant... Like, you know, it's... it's, it's, it's you know, How many Chinese were there? So it's just that ethnicity... Obviously, Trump wasn't elected. We didn't build the wall. <laughs> and we are, like, all sorts of ethnic cultures yeah. living together, different fashion. You've got punks. You've got... Goths, you got everything living together. Yeah, because we didn't build the wall. Yeah, my, <laughs> my note here is that like the Fifth Element really stole a lot from this movie. Did they? Yeah. Do you remember? How the, do you feel? Do you remember that? the scene where like Bruce Willis is eating the noodles? No. Yeah. Uh, I need to watch it. Again. We'll have to watch that yes. again because yeah. that's yeah. a good one. That like. I admit that it stole from this movie, but I still fucking love that movie. Oh yeah, the Bruce, yeah, the Fifth Element is fabulous, and I, I and it does. I think it stole from it, but it also made it like, just as rich. It, yeah, it, it did you know, how thing. deep that you know the, the high rises were. Yeah. That they just kept on falling. I feel like visually it was lighter, so it was fun. More yeah. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But and, yeah, and that actress, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, she's uh, Mia pre- She's pretty. Anything she's in is, is like okay, enchanting yeah. and anything. Yeah, she can be killing zombies, and I'm happy <laughs> yeah. watching her. Uh, so we have the first uh, origami creature, mm-hmm. which is a chicken, and that's what uh, Edward James almost makes. in the 
uh, sheriff's office. Yeah, the chief or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I love it because it's, it's he's sending a message to Decker like you're being a chicken. You're doing yeah. exactly what is that what, what, is, what you're supposed to is do. That what that is? Yeah, I think oh, so. Yeah, okay. There's that's gonna come up a few. T- I, I tried to mark uh, demarcate every time that the, the origami that he did an origami creature. Yeah, because that comes up again and again. Okay, so yeah. this movie is basically though an AI uprising. Well, it's basically a detective story that has this small band of AI of, of yeah replicants yeah. who are trying to they're to, trying to they're be trying to basically be human, human yeah. and live a full life. They don't want just the four years that they're allotted. They want more. Okay, than, yeah. I want to know why people do not want them to live longer. I think they're scared yeah, of them because they're they are. What's our famous more, line? More human, human than, than human. More human than human. Yeah, they, they talk about it a little bit in the movie, okay. where it's like after a certain amount of years, they like have four maybe, year, a four year lifespan. They have right. a four year lifespan, but like after a certain amount of years, their their empathy and like whatever emotions like go like off the charts. Kind of off the charts, kind of crazy, and it's like. Well, they can only live four years to do this work that they were built for, which is on other planets yeah. or whatever. And Rutherford Howard, I mean, they, I think they deliberately, they bleached his hair. They made him look like an Aryan, like this perfect human. He yeah. was smarter, quicker, more agile, a great killing machine. I mean, something to be feared. The one with the blonde hair? Yeah. The blonde hair, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Roy, the, the main character and, and so everyone was scared. I mean, they were scared of him because he is this ultimate killing machine yeah. that they've created. So you wouldn't want to give him a 70-year a lifespan. Yeah. Oh, you want to just, like, cut him off at four just yeah. in case things go bad, which they did. That yeah, because okay. after a certain amount of time of being alive, you just kind of get, like, a little bit crazy. It's like, yeah. It's like, imagine being a, a machine built for, like, whatever, and then it's like, realizing your lifespan, and it's like, that will drive you insane. Yeah. Like Tom Cruise jumping up and down on the couch. Yeah. It just, it takes its toll, and then you just kind of lose it. <laughs> Question. Uh-huh. Um, Hit it. Have you seen Buffy, the vampire yes. slayer? Yes. Christy Swanson version. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that the guy... Who plays the vampire? Uh, oh, the vampire. yeah, uh, Giles. Okay, it's, yeah, that's that's the guy. That's <laughs> the same. Uh, do you know what we're talking about? Uh, I, I'm familiar with Buffy the Vampire the Slayer. Movie. He plays the Giles. I don't character. think I've seen the movie. Well, oh. oh no, you know what though? Because so he plays the uh, Watcher in that, which uh, is is. Hold on, let me look it up. I want to make sure we're you're no not that that lying is him. To me. <laughs> So, so in this thing, Watcher's not a creepy thing where you like paying no, people to watch. it's not a pervy thing. Uh, okay, all so, right. So, the, the Watchers in, in, in Buffy are like uh, teachers to the Vampire Slayer. They will guide them in their... Uh, yeah. yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Rutherford so, Howard. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> and and it's, I've always liked Rutherford Howard oh. as an actor, but yeah. in it seems like in Blade Runner was... He was fully used to his potential, and nowhere else in his yeah. career did he ever reach that. And yeah. He's one of these. In this this film, you have a lot of really good actors. Uh, Harrison Ford obviously went on to do other things, yeah. but many others just they did a that few things, 
or they yeah. peaked. Like uh, you know, like you know, you've got Sean Young. Yeah, Sean, Sean Young. He never did anything else. No, she tried to do a few things, but she never. Her career never uh, took off after from, this. From what I've heard, she kind of went a little bit. I don't want to say crazy because that's too harsh. Like she, but a lot of people kind of uh, a lot of people pigeonholed her as that. Yeah, because she was like a little bit like yeah. And in this film, she was so young and stunning. And yes, you know, Ace Ventura. She was. Was she the detective? She was. Yeah. Yeah. She is. I right. Uh, uh, I, I'm I, told I, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, she's the one that. Pretends, is yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 yeah, and in this film, she was stunning. She had yes, she did have 1980s shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. It was in the 80s. She did have like this 1950s haircut because it was kind of an homage to those detective stories. Mm-hmm. But she was beautiful and stunning and, and just enjoyable to watch. Yeah, yeah. I liked her. Um... It looks like she's also in The Alienist, which I heard is a really good movie. Oh, I heard that too. I mean, show. It's a uh, new series called The Alienist. Yeah. It's uh-huh. about a, a Jack the Ripper, I believe. Mm-hmm. Takes place in... Yeah. Olden times? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> Days of Yar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, where are we? Uh, um, I have... I just wanted to know if that guy was from fucking Buffy, because... Yes, Rutherford Howard yeah, yeah. obviously was in Buffy. That's all I can think the about movie. the entire yeah. time. Because if you haven't seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I mean, it's watch a good one. that yeah. fucking movie. It's yeah, so he, I mean, he did other things. Um, he was he was Nobody recently in what that... that <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna, he was know. in the Hitcher recently, but also also the the Thousand Planets uh, where he was like oh Valerian, yeah oh, Valerian, yeah he, he was, was like the, the old guy at the line like oh forward, yeah. you know I mean, and I think yeah, they gave him that, that role because of his science fiction credentials. Yeah, oh shit, yeah, you, you and, watch I mean, it? yeah, yeah. So I and I just you know but he was you just in it for to a our second. Podcast on. <laughs> I know, I heard your podcast. Yeah, I listen. I listen. I don't just participate. Yeah, he's he's a military type thing. He's smarter. He's he's stronger, mm-hmm. and uh, he's obviously the leader. Okay, take me to your leader. <laughs> yes, he, he's he's the grand master. Um, question I have: They're on Earth. Yes. Yes. Is the sun not functional like it, like it normally is? Why uh, is it always dark? I think it functions fine, but I feel like to keep it quote unquote noir. They always filmed at night. At night, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, is it because it's in the future? Like, um, what's the other movie we watched where it was always at night time or Dark City? Mm-hmm. Like there is no sun. Yeah, I think this is one it is burnt out. It, they didn't. Global warming wasn't even a concept at the time the film, the film was made, but I think they wanted to show that it's rainy and miserable, and LA's never like that. It's never dark and raining. Mm. So I think they were trying to show that something has happened in the future that it's not what it is today. Sunny, you yeah. didn't see palm trees and sunshine. Yeah, you just saw rain and decay. Like, it's basically kind of like old school New York and those, like, dime store detective novels. Yeah. Kind of thing. Okay. Because they didn't really explain, so I was like, No. Okay. No, they're not going to explain a lot of stuff in this Yeah, movie. and the narration, again, where the first movie, the theatrical release, did, through the, through the, the narration, explain certain things. Like, the fact that 
that the his you know the the, the chief of police um, uh, Bryant you know used the word skin jobs, which was a derogatory term. Uh, you know, it's like using the N word. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it, and you know, so they they made let you know things like that, but they didn't explain the whole scope of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Also, do the replicants like the girl, uh, Shania? Prince. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Does she, so she really does believe she's human. Uh, yes, until I think Deckard comes, right? Yeah. Because Rachel doesn't have a clue. She has memories. She's pretty young. So she's thinking she's yeah. She's an assistant. She human. thinks Tyrell's niece until she does that test. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he won't talk to her. Her uncle won't talk to her anymore. And she, but, wh- she, okay, did he put her through a test? Or who put her? Yeah. Because he, he was questioning Tyrell her. was trying to see if she would pass the test. And it took a hundred questions to find out that she yeah. was... Not human, opposed to normally it takes you know like ten or something. Mm-hmm. So he's made a better product. He was in a way of saying, "Ha, look, I've got this even better product." So he, you made guys her. can't. Yeah. yeah, he created her. Was using her for a personal assistant. He, he implanted her memories with the memories of his niece. His real niece. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so she had no clue that she was created. Okay. So she really thinks that she's his real niece. Yes. Okay. So you've got to figure her world has just been devastated. And just when, so when she comes, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, when she comes to Deckard's apartment, you know, looking for answers, you know, looking for some guidance or something. And he has nothing to give her because he's human, but he's really not thinking and feeling. He's not acting very human for Mm. the first time part of the film. Yeah. And you know, he starts I think throughout the film he becomes more human because of his interaction with these replicants, especially Roy. So you're seeing you're seeing this this growth of this of this human who's becoming you know closer to you know to the humanity that that is Roy, which is the head replicant. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Why the origami? Uh, that's kind of weird symbolism thing. Uh, so the few times it shows up, one the first time it's a pig. No, it's a chicken. It's oh, a little it's a, chicken. It's a chicken. Yeah. The second think, time it's a man. Yeah. And third time it's a unicorn. He's a human, right? He is a human. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's Edward James almost. Yes. Yeah, and he's doing a unicorn, which is, this is this is kind of one of the huge things from nineteen. 80s onward that is Deckard, who is our, you know, Harrison Ford, is he actually human? Or is he an is is he one of these one of these, you know, one of these created things that are hunting hunting the replicants? Is he a replicant himself? Because they ask, like, have you done the test? Yeah, have you done the test? Mm -hmm. The unicorn, which then you know, then then uh, Harrison Ford's character had that unicorn dream. Mm-hmm. So is that a standard dream that they put in? Mm-hmm. And that ans- that that question wasn't answered until the newest Blade Runner movie. Yeah, that I think oh. answered it definitively. Like if he's AI or not? Yes. Yeah. And this I think answers it definitively. Okay, so we're n- we don't really know at this point. We don't know. Yeah. Now we know because we've seen the new movie. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could know. But, but and that's always a, and that was a huge fan base question that well, went on for what twenty five years. But also, the different versions answered different. Yeah. Uh, like had a different answer to that question. Oh, really? Yeah. They give you little things like you know the glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. There's different scenes where you see. Uh, Sean Young's eyes are kind of glowing. Mm-hmm. The owls, other things, and there are some scenes where where Harrison Ford or Deckard's character has got the glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my gosh, <clears throat> is he? But I think that was just you know Wrigley Scott playing with this lighting technique that he liked, mm-hmm. um, and even Wrigley Scott loved to play on that whole rumor, yeah. you know. And it was kind of decided after it was filmed, was he or not. Yeah. So there was no real definitive answer. Yeah. I get that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I, have a, I have a question. Go on. Is this movie the beginning of the uh, enhance, enhance, enhance? Of like, the, like, yeah, like zoom, in, zoom, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, like trope. The whole minority part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it was. Like, I think it might be. Like, what, Do you remember a movie before that did that? Just kept on... Like, enha- like yeah. into a like image or photo or video Computer, or whatever. Like, or... I don't think there's been one before this. I can't think of, and it. I know. I like I said. I love this. I use that word Orwellian technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he, they didn't have the technology we have today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have the computers we have today. We didn't have a mouse. You didn't have. So in a way, by telling the screen, like you know, go to this sector, enhance, yeah. pan right, stop, pan left. At the time, it was amazing. So when you saw this, when movie, I saw this, I was like, "You were like, whoa, holy shit!" Yeah. And you know, you see those screens that have the mag, you know, the magnifying thing yeah. on it in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, they had technology that was cool, but not in your face. And it wasn't to the extent where Minority Report, where they're scanning your pupil and having ads personally mm-hmm. yeah. for you, and could identify who you were, which is we're almost there right now. Yeah, which is fucking scary if you ask me of course but you know it, it to see this at the time it was like oh that's so cool again i focused on the flying car which i've been sorely depressed and missing and demand <laughs> come on president trump give me a flying car like i was promised hey, he's not gonna give it to you no Mm-mm. I think the, I think the, the north koreans are gonna get it before i do ask obviously <laughs> Why is Harrison Ford so mean? <laughs> does he not want to fuck her? And does she like him? Harrison? He didn't want to fuck her, obviously. Oh, yeah. He's so mean because that's men's tactics. He's just being an asshole. Yeah, because men... That's how, men's, <laughs> that's how men score, Amanda. Don't you know? Yeah. He was being really mean to her. Uh-huh. He, he was He was very douchebaggy. Yeah. And, and, and he was a... He was definitely not in touch with any kind of kindness or feelings. So or does that mean human. he's AI? That, well, but that was me, that was the whole that. question: was that he would he have failed that test? You know, you know, like is there a turtle upside down? Yeah, I don't care. I would shoot it with my blaster. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know, and this whole thing where yeah, she's attractive. He was repulsed by her, but also attracted to her. So I think he was going through an evolution of human feelings. Yeah through this whole movie and that you know he wanted her but he was also all right she's something that i've been hunting and i'm supposed yeah, to kill yeah. 
Uh, so I think you had that that growth there, mm-hmm. that that evolution, which you usually don't see in a film noir detective. They just like, yeah, she's a dame, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm at intro. Daryl Hannah mm-hmm. looks like a hooker. That's very yep. true. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. She is. Okay. I think she is like a sex doll, right? Yeah, she's yeah. like a a a, a, uh, uh, a pleasure pleasure doll, yeah pleasure model. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, which you know what we know from the looking at the use of the internet, mm-hmm. which how much was porn sites. Yeah, if you could create an artificial human, the the, the pleasure models would be like the like, most profitable. That would, that would be the first thing to, yeah. to like come out. Yeah, like, honestly, like in, in a huge way. Well, it's, like, it's like that scene in uh, Tropic Thunder where uh, Jay Baruchel is talking about Blu-ray and like whatever the high definition. He's like, oh, you know, which one wins out is the one that porn like comes out on. Like <laughs> yeah. that's. <laughs> So it's like that kind of thing. So soldiers and pleasure models. That's all logical to me. But apparently there's, you said there's only literally four AIs on this planet right now. Well, that we know of. That we know of. So the the ones that are, that Descartes is hunting is, are the four. So it's uh, Leon, the guy in the beginning Mm -hmm. that did the turtle test. Yeah. It's the snake lady Uh that that danced with the snake. It's Pris, this hooker one with the black line, and it's Roy Batty, the Redker Hauer one. Okay. Because the other two died or something. They they explain that they they, they got inspired. Zapped in a force field. So Sean Young is not in the list. Well, she is after... She's added to the list. She's added to the list. uh, The... the, (laughs) The uh, the weird like southern guy that's Deckard's boss is like there's four, and then Deckard's like no there's three. It's like nope the the uh, the Sean Young one like went rogue and we don't know where she's at. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you have to catch her. Okay. Yeah, and you know, and I've got to you know, quick give a quick shout out to you know it's I think it's Emmett Walsh yeah, by Bryant. Yep, who was an incredible character actor. Mm-hmm. Which one and then um, he was the he's the, the, the Descartes' boss. The, you know the head cop. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You know you've got James. You know Edward James Almas, yeah. and then you've got. Um, is it William Sanderson who uh-huh. played uh, J.F. Uh, Sebastian? Yeah. yeah, who was really good in Deadwood, and it's just this He's great really character actor. You know, so the supporting cast was really deep. You know, yeah. we talked about who really did. You know, people that we've seen on and on. So it wasn't just like some of the stars who some of them went on to greatness, some yeah. of them didn't, which they were great talents. But you had a really good cast yeah. here. You know, some, mm-hmm. you know, from small to small to large. Again, I'm at the fucking unicorn, and yes. am I watching Legend? Because I I see that like parallel so much. The unicorn, the because leg- Ridley the Scott music. directed Legend. Yeah, yeah so yeah. there's there's a connection there, but also, you know, and the unicorn again at the it was the dream, and then that was the little origami at the yep. very Did you end. Have you seen Legend? I've seen Legend. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I saw it when it came out, came so it's out. been a okay. while. It's not in my regular think, rotation. Is this like a thing of Ridley Scott, do you think? Or Who doesn't like unicorns? Well, I mean, it's just so similar. <laughs> I it really drove like... me nuts. Because I can't... Okay, because watching this movie, one, I'm drunk, right? But like... <laughs> All I can think about is other things it's reminded me of. I yeah. couldn't like focus in on the movie because I was thinking of Legend. I was thinking of um, 
Harrison Ford uh-huh. and how hot he was in this movie. And, uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, wow. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking of all these other things yeah. that I had to think about. Uh-huh. And the movie was really hard to focus on because I was thinking of... And then I was thinking of the Buffy the fucking Vampire Slayer. Vampire and, like, Slayer. Okay. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I just want, like, that's, uh, is that a normal thing for him? What else does I don't think he, but he, I mean, he, he made the Alien. first Alien. Alien franchise, uh, and he's made so many, he did a Kingdom of Heaven, he did. Uh, I just want to know if it means anything. I, <clears throat> nothing. I think Unicorn should The Unicorn just, meant nothing in this movie. No, well, kind of it does, because he dreamt of unicorns. Yeah. But what does it mean? I, I feel like he kind of did the whole, like... Who's the unicorn? Well, I don't think one person uh, is. I think it's a, you know, it's a mythological creature yeah. they bring it in the past. There's, if you, there are people who've talked about this movie talking with similarities to Greek gods. There are people who take this and look at, like, Christian and other religious parallels. But you could take this because it is a classic heroic story. You know, this is something you could you could analyze to death. And, and you know, you're looking at the I, I you know you know you've got Harrison Ford's character is growing, becoming more human. He's learning from something that is not human. Mm-hmm. So you can analyze this to the end of the world. I, I'm sure there's been so and many academic I, papers written well, on this. Well, tell me what you're not, what you're thinking is of. Um, does the unicorn play I'll, in this movie or not? I can chime in here for Go. a quick second. So, what does it mean to you? I feel like he took, he extrapolated the whole like do androids dream of electric sheep, and he kind of like blew it up to like. Androids dream of unicorns. Like he made it into a more like beautiful thing. That's yeah, (laughs) kind of yeah. Like I still kind of believe that. Like it's like fuck sheep. I'm bringing on unicorns. (laughs) Because I'm Wrigley Scott. I did aliens. (laughs) Well, but like, why would androids dream of such a mundane creature as a sheep? It's like androids are so like powerful and weird and strong. Okay. Like they're gonna dream of unicorns. Now like, my question, such a mythical being. My question is: Are unicorns endangered or are they extinct? Because <laughs> I'm not sure which. I feel like they're mythical, so they maybe never even existed. What? But, and, <laughs> I just had my ma- my yeah. mind blown. <laughs> and so that's why, like you know, replicants dream of them. Like yeah. oh, they're they're dreaming of this thing that isn't real. real. That isn't okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. such a, like, weird thing. Okay. Uh, do you have the same theory, or...? No, I think that I, that's fabulous, and I, I buy into it 100%. Okay. I'm not dwelling on the unicorns. I I, think, I just think it's weird. Why it, put it, in the story? It's a you know, strong... And it was, I think it was filmed, like, as an after thing that he then put in. I, I He was... He, they were filming up to where they, where the director almost lost control of the film. Mm-hmm. It was almost taken away from him, oh, okay. and and at the, I think the very last minute he finished it, and he was just, you know, thinking and going on his feet, and you know, and it took him forever to come up with this this cut, which he's now finally happy with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any? Tyrell is played by the bartender from The Shining. <laughs> that was a big thing. 
Cool. Those glasses are freakishly those big. Gra- those glasses, <laughs> those glasses are freakishly big. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think a genius who's got people inventing <laughs> eyes no for him would have like, hey, you know, come up with some eyes for me, so I don't have to wear these freakishly big glasses. But it was good. It was the eighties. Okay. Um... Okay, um, I am at very slow movie. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, uh, also... Sean Young was 25 years old during this movie. 25? 25. She looked 30. Manny thought she looked 30. Mm-hmm. Five I mean, years older. Did she not? It was a haircut. What did you think about the sex scene between she and Harrison Ford? Sex scene? Is that a really you a know what? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, like yeah, yeah, but he looks, a, he looks you so. Rapes? Oh, that, oh, that's what yeah. I'm gonna say. Yeah, it it like, is a little rapey. He's a little like forceful. Rapey. He's and like, he looks like really pale, and he doesn't look human at that mm-hmm. point. It's like I did not say you want that. me. I want you because yeah. you're grabbing my throat, <laughs> and you're t- you're forcing me to tell you you want like yeah. yeah I didn't enjoy it, that. It made me very uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it was like, tell me you want, like, it was very like, that was purpose. I am a, I am a human, you are a robot, like, well, okay. tell me. I was like, is this purposeful, like, it's supposed to seem rapey, or is it just the 90s? I think, or well, it's the 80s. 80s. I don't think it was purposeful, no. I think it just this is one At of the time, one of the flaws of the movie that this scene wasn't very good, and you know there are aspects of this film that are a few things that are subpar, and I think this is one of them that they didn't really bring them together but, in the right okay, way. Okay, so at this time, I'm going to say when you first watched eighty-two, yes, and you were like. Did, were you thinking it still was wrong to give, give a girl drugs and have sex with her it was still wrong well it was, did you feel that though or is it more so now because yes of the in whole? a very in a very legal way I feel that but is that just because you're more liberal and cool yeah I think here's I mean if you were just like a douchebag would you think it was a big deal is yeah that, is what I want to know I think over you're correct over time this scene has become more uncomfortable for me. Yeah. I think at the time it was like I had no You're problem like, with oh, it. Whatever. Like, yeah. That's and what I'm now at. I'm looking at going. Oh, this is a little. You know, that's this is a little problem. Yeah. He's not really getting permission. He's just kind of taking. Yeah. Um, and so I think that has shifted with time, which is fine. But it's it's. You know, it's definitely shifted in my. So point you of view. feel the difference. I do feel okay. the difference. That's what I wanted to know because yeah. I'm like, because I was thinking like, in, when it was first came out, people weren't thinking like, oh, this is very rapey. We are thinking <laughs> oh, that now. No, people didn't think that. But no. I mean, even when I was a kid, like that probably wouldn't seem yeah. rapey to me. It was like, uh, it's like a man being, uh, man, oh, man quote being unquote, yeah. Yeah, 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 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he yeah. knows what's better for her. <laughs> but. I mean, I, I, like so, so looking at it now from like today's lens, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of interesting and weird." Like, it's like, but so he, he doesn't know he's replicant. He's controlling so the robot. He's like in charge because he's a quote unquote human. 
and he knows that she's a replicant, so he's like controlling her. You do what her. I want, kind of. Yeah, thing. like yeah. you're a robot. You do what I tell you to do. Yeah. Like it's a weird dynamic now. Yeah. yeah. Like it. Like yes, there's a rape element to it, but she's not technically human, and in the narrative, he's not technically technically a replicant. Yeah. So, as of right now, in that scene, he is a human telling a replicant, a quote-unquote subordinate being, to mm-hmm. do what to do. Yeah. So, he's and, like, you like it? Yes, I like it. Yeah. And in a way, she that's his job was to hunt people like her. Uh-huh. And that, so for him, this was forbidden fruit. So, I think they were trying to show that like, yeah. as if it was a, you know... 1930s and there was an interracial type yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, I want you, but I'm not supposed to because it's yeah, against yeah. the law, but I want to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I think they were trying to show that and today it's coming across quite differently. Yeah, yeah. That's. I was just very curious about that scene because I'm it's, like, it's how a, was it translated back then compared to now? I mean, it's yeah. totally different reading. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I say classic Chris look with the black... Like line um, Okay. That's a classic look. Uh, wait. Okay. I'm at okay. strippers with Jason masks. Oh, I saw. I got that too. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down too. So, what is going on with that? That's just kind of weird stripper stuff. So. Yeah, I think they were just trying to show kind of a weird, futuristic, stripper, different movie. type of 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 world. Mm-hmm. You had this huge middle, this middle class club, you know, these people. So it's people. like the Red Light District. Yeah, they're, yeah, basically. Red Light District, they're throwing around a lot of money. It's it's interesting, you've got a lot of just, you know, the future, you've got Tyrell at the very top of the pyramid, literally. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, you know, this kind of middle class people just throwing money around. Mm-hmm. And you've got a whole bunch of poor little people who are like, you know, ripping off air conditioners from a car and things like that and speaking speaking you know just one language you know, it's it's again showing a real dark future of of you know the, these are the people who couldn't go elsewhere they're stuck here so and and there's so many of them i mean so it's it's a red light district mm-hmm. strippers with jason mass yep <laughs> um Tell me about the serpent pleasuring this woman. What is happening? That, that's just like an act. Okay. Like it's, it's like a stripper. It's like a Selma Hayek in a, from Dust Till Dawn mm-hmm. where she has a snake around her. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I don't know if you picked up on this. Did, did, were you able to tell that there's no, like, animals around anymore? No. Like... Oh, they're all fake animals. They're all fake right. animals. Yeah. Okay. They're all mm-hmm. androids, okay. basically. Mm. The snake so, was an android. So that snake, that's why, how he found that. Yeah, He's yeah. like, oh, there's a serial number on the scale yeah. from mm-hmm. the maker. Everything's been manufactured. Everything, yeah. There's no more, like, real. Yeah, animals. is this a real thing? What, you know, you think if I was that rich, I'd be working yeah. here? Mm-hmm. You know, is that, art, is, that, is that owl artificial? Of course it is. Yeah. And even the wealthiest guy on the planet has an artificial owl yeah. because... There probably are no other owls yeah. left. Okay. Um, in the novel, which this came from, he made more of a point of someday he'd like to have a real animal, but that didn't translate over to this script. Is yeah. that where we're heading? 
I I, that's, I think that. it's pretty quick. Yeah. Like, if you want a polar bear, you better buy one now because yeah. they're going quick. Uh, <laughs> yep. Taffy, what's with that name? Oh, uh, <laughs> that right. yeah, that's Natalie Portman's name in uh in uh, Mars Tax. Tax. Taffy. Yeah, Her name's Taffy. 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 Taffy yeah. Lewis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Uh. So, did the serpent pleasure the woman? I just didn't even know this. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I mean, that's what they say. I think it's showbiz, right? Is that yeah, what you had saying? the perception the serpent it's was like, like you know the whole like story with the donkey. donkey. Yeah, okay. yeah. And story. and little sidebar: uh, the the woman, uh, I think it's Joanna Cassidy, who played Zora, mm. who had the snake. Yeah, yeah. That was her real snake in 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 the yeah. in the scene. So what that was mean? that giant snake that she had in, in the scene life, in real life. That's her snake. So she was comfortable filming that scene where you know Ew. where it was. <laughs> I thought that was just such a funny, strange little sidebar. Like, yeah, come to we, you've got this gig, and go on and bring your snake to work <laughs> with you because we're gonna work it in. That was so gross. <laughs> okay, so she literally work it in comes. <laughs> comes out of her show and then she's showering blow dries her hair in the very cool blow dryer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Yeah. Um and she's a robot. She's yeah. an AI. She's an AI. Okay. She's a replicant, yes. Yeah. Um she tries to kill Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. So why I wanna know why he was after her. Why was he after her? He was after her because She's a replicant. That, he, that's the only reason. His job is to just kill execute the replicants okay. to retire them, and he's not very good at it. He only gets two out of four, mm-hmm. and and those two are kind of happy. He shoots he shoots Zora in the back. He shoots Pris just by chance as she's like decides to do like a quadruple backflip yeah. before she finishes <laughs> him off. He doesn't he doesn't get Roy. Roy dies on his own, and you know and the big guy. You know, yeah. Sean Young kills. Yeah, Leon you know, like, kills Sean Young. You have to say that Harrison Ford, for being the best Blade Runner there is, isn't doing so well. Yeah. <laughs> He's only a Blade Runner because... Because... What's the, name? the point of the Blade Runner is because he said in the other movie. <laughs> uh, no, that I, the, the name Blade Runner That's comes from about. another book. Yeah, it's stupid. Okay, but he's he's the best because the movie tells us he's the best. Like it's yeah. one of those movies where it's like, oh, he's the best, and it's like people keep building him up. But it's like he's not that. It's great. like text is stronger than his actions. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. he's the best. He's not so great. The obviously <laughs> these 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 like, replicants are even better, and you know could have easily you know taken him at any time, but yeah. didn't like. So rewatching this movie, like I hadn't seen it in a while. Like I, I saw uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine uh, earlier this year, I guess, mm-hmm. and I think I like the sequel better. Wow, it's a it, bold statement. It, it, it really is. <laughs> you're gonna get, you're gonna get, you're gonna get fan response. <laughs> I could, but you're gonna get some hate mail. <laughs> I feel like that plot. Is more resolved, like it's well, and it doesn't suffer from so many fucking edits of the I, movie. I, I'm too. sorry, I'm texting you hate mail right, right that's now. Cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's cool. That's totally fine. But like, I feel like that movie like kind of closes the yeah the thought of this movie. 
yeah. in, in a way that this movie doesn't. Yeah. Like, this movie leaves so many threads open. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm not saying that's not cool. Like, as a sci-fi fan, it's like, oh, yeah, you leave these threads open to where, like, this could happen, this could happen, this could happen, and that's great, and I love that. But 2049 kind of, like, brings it in as, like, Okay, so here's where we are. This is where we're going. You know, Harrison Ford comes back. This is his line, whatever, you know. And it goes in an interesting place where this movie might not. Like, I honestly think that. Like, I I understand what you're saying because, you know, this film was before its time. Yeah. It was done by, you know, a very young director, young writers... They've had a lot of time to think about what they would like to do next. You know, a whole lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in a way, you had, you know, this, the sequel was a long time in coming. They were able to just analyze the hell out of this film. But if you just look at this film by itself, visually, it's gorgeous. The music is gorgeous. Um... There's interesting characters. It's it's a you know iconic story. Um, you've got you know a, a hero's journey, but a very flawed hero. Yeah. And so I think it really works on many levels. But yes, there are holes. It's not perfect. Uh, I do think you know it's it's a great film. Especially it holds up well today. Yeah, I think it does too. Yes, yeah. I do think it holds but, up. Yeah, you know, when you're, you know, looking back and saying, oh, we want to make something from this, and what are all the, the plot holes? You know, I love the fact, you know, I, I really enjoy the the new film. I'm not there yet that I can say I like it more. Yeah. But I did enjoy aspects of it, and they did have that luxury of looking, they you know, ex- building on something. Yo, they built on this movie, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So... I'll delete my my hate email there. (laughs) Next up, I wrote... (laughs) The stripper, what's her name? Pris or Daryl Hannah? No, the stripper. Oh, Zora. Okay, that girl. Mm -hmm. Is wearing her futuristic clear outfit. Mm -hmm. Which is very Kanye West. (laughs) Is this the look of the future? (laughs) Yes. Obviously, they got that right. Clear outfits? Yep. Have you seen... Kanye West mm-hmm. designs for his shoes. I have not well, they seen are, his newest Kanye. They're literally clear shoes. Very ugly. Well, Kanye getting something wrong? That's shocking. <laughs> I, I just don't get that. I mean, why is that seen as a futuristic thing? And I think they were trying to show her vulnerability in more than this is the fashion of the future. She was basically wearing a clear rain suit so she could just get the hell out of there mm. and it, is, it ends up being shot in the back as she's running away mm. you know I, I think they're just showing this female vulnerability who just wants to live and escape yeah mm-hmm. so she is the girl that he was looking for yes because she has the yes tattoo on her face or whatever yeah. what else is Sean Going in. Why did I write that? <laughs> what else is Sean Young in? Oh yes. Yes. Was she in? 
Uh, that is a good question. Hold there was on. a movie with Kevin Costner where I think she's killed and he has to hide the body. She wasn't in a lot. No way out. No way out. She's in Ace Ventura. Oh yeah, Ace Ventura. Yeah, I know that one. She's yeah. also in Dune. Yeah. She really what? tried out for a lot of films. She didn't get in. She wanted to be Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she, there was a lot of things. She really just peaked he, at this role. She was kind of pegged as crazy by Hollywood after a while. Why? What did she? I, just, she just I think she just kind of went out there. No, I don't even know if it was that. But like, <laughs> what I had heard like before, like uh, this new Blade Runner movie mm. was like she just was kind of like out there. Like, what do you mean? I don't even know how to put it exactly, but just like out you there, know, Steve. A little passionate, a little too passionate for yeah. her role. It's like she, when she co-starred with Kevin Costner, she was a little too in love with him. Mm-hmm. Um, she mm-hmm. tried out for Catwoman uh, and showed up in a Catwoman outfit and freaked out the director. It was just some things like that. She was overzealous? Or? I think mm-hmm. overzealous. And she did such a great job in this film. Being so young, I think you got a real depth of character from her, and that, you know, that it, it just never took off after that. Sadly, mm-hmm. and I mean, she's stunning in this film. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I didn't like that hair. No, the fifty style Betty Page style. The, those those shoulder pads were kind of bothering me a bit. You could. I mean, it was very cool looking, artistically, but very stylized for her. Yeah. When she let her hair down and all that, it was a lot better. Right, and that was the whole point. Yeah. And she let her hair down and was kind of... Keep, that guard that she had, that obviously fake guard, uh-huh. she was letting that down and was vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. like her with her hair down in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, you like, liked it better with Betty Page style? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? What did you like about it? <laughs> <laughs> Betty Page style, bitch. Like, okay. honestly, like, it's, is that pinup doll, like, it's, and the key word there is doll. Yeah. Like, you know, do what I want, blah, blah, blah. Like, once she had her hair down, I was like, oh, that's unkempt and, and weird. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a weird, like, male psyche thing. Yeah. Too. yeah. She like, was great in that opening scene where you see her and she's got the cigarette mm-hmm. and, and she's very controlled and just shooting back answers. Yeah, it's very, it's very, very sexy, powerful, mysterious. You know, the smoke yeah. in the air was really great. Mm-hmm. And so it's a totally different with her hair down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Um, I put them brows, though. <laughs> More thick. <laughs> wow. Are they falling in love? I think so, yes. 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 They are feeling like does she feel love she feels loved. Yeah, they have emotions. Like okay. they 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 like I feel did they say they like express emotions faster or I think yeah, they they are starting to show emotions and it's more like un, time. unruly than like human emotions, I feel like is yeah. what they were saying. And and you know, so it kind of came on quickly and unnatural for us, but he was in a dark place with no human contact. Mm-hmm. She's obviously something 
you know, just being born into her own self. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense you would cling to somebody who had power of death, life and death over you. Um, you would cling to somebody who you would have naturally hated in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the at the <laughs> at the very end, the when you get rid of the narration, mm-hmm. so here's a bit of a spoiler alert. When you get rid of the narration. At the very end of the movie, of the of the theatrical release, they're driving off together, Sean Young's character and, and, and Harrison Ford's, mm-hmm. and they're going through these green rolling hills, and and I kept on going, why the hell wouldn't everyone just move there up north, where it's green and beautiful? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, they're, they've gone up to the Pacific Northwest, and it's not, it's kind of clearer skies mm-hmm. and sunny and green. And in the narration, he said what they don't know is she had, in her files, she had an unlimited lifespan. So she was going to live a full life that a human would. So in a way, his sacrifice of running away from her doesn't mean the same. He's running away with someone that he can spend his lifetime with, opposed to someone he's only going to be able to spend two to three years with being hunted. So his sacrifice is less. And in this version, there's no green. They're just running. So you're expecting they're running through this dark world. Mm-hmm. They're going up north, but it's not any better than L.A. Yeah. And and again, that you don't think that they have. She has an extended life that she's going to live forever. She's got only four years. So this is even more of a sacrifice on his point. It's this is one thing. I'm going to bring a little Christianity in here because there are Christian references when, when you have Roy shoving the nail through his arm because I he's thought, trying I never to wrote that yeah because he's trying yeah. to he's trying to stop himself you know because he's starting to die and fall apart so he he, he basically does that which stigmata is you know, yeah stigmata and he shoves that nail that great old fashioned squared off old nail through himself that's kind of a Christian reference and in this. It you know it's like if Jesus died knowing yeah I'm going to be in heaven I'm going to be back here in a couple of days that's not that big of a sacrifice to me but what if Jesus was mortal was like Buddha like I'm going to die but I'm not coming back in a couple of days this is it so everything I've done means much more because I'm not going to be like hey I'm up here with my father you know on the throne. So in a way, it's it's interesting. His sacrifice in this version is even greater mm. than than in any other version. Sorry to bring a little Christianity into this. One. No, we I, I know that some people are averse to it. Hey, we do it all the time. No, we don't. Mi- we don't mind. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, like we appreciate the religious yeah. Like, view. Yeah, yeah we like do. we're not always beholden to it, but like yeah. we we like the, that interpretation. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, because it's, it's, it's so, so relevant to so, so many things. It is. Into it, yeah. yeah, I mean, they, they chose a nail going right yeah. through him for a very yeah. specific reason. I wrote that in here somewhere. Yeah. Like yeah. Stigmata. And I love that squared nail. It was, you know, an old nail. It's such a, like, Jesus nail, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus nail. Jesus. I remember that, hey, Jesus nail. Uh, this is our last episode. We talked about J-Bod. God. Jesus, Jesus Bod. <laughs> That's such a bad tangent. It's such, it's so great. <laughs> Jesus Bond. 
Never mind, listen to the episode. <laughs> Alright, you enticed me. It's better if you listen to it, honestly. <laughs> uh, uh, Alright, so Rutger Howard, you know, that little bit at the end where he's, he's you know, he's hunted, hunted down Decker and he's got the dove in one hand. And so what's incredible about that scene when he says, all these moments will be lost like tears in a rain. Yep. He came up with that lines himself. Right. The actor did. It was improvised. And that is probably one of the more memorable lines yeah. of the whole film. <laughs> that Rutger Howard has a totally different experience with this film than probably all of the other actors in it, where he was given kind of a free reign. He was chosen because of a look. Um, he was given a certain free reign, and I love the end where he kind of just is howling like a wolf and, you know, hunting him down and toying with Decker, mm-hmm. who Decker is, at that point, is really beginning to cling to life. He's coming out of this haze of just, I'm one of the clogs of the machinery to, I want to live, and I want, you know, I want Sean Young, damn it, again. Uh-huh. And so, Rutherford Howard, at the end, loves life so much that he doesn't kill, you know, the guy who killed his, his, his family. That he wants him to witness his last words. You know, yeah. That was, I think, the most powerful part of the movie. And the movie could almost stand right there. Mm-hmm. You know, that, to me, is the official ending of the movie. The rest is just a little... Yeah, getting rid of some loose ends. Mm-hmm. And Rutger, Rutger Hauer is so good in this he is. movie. He's one of those actors that I always loved, and you never saw him get the roles, the respect. And what happened? Did he have a bad agent? Did he not read scripts yeah. well? What was it? The Buffy guy. Yeah. Yes, the Buffy guy. Like. He, I was wondering that because I only remember him from Buffy. Yeah, it, it's got like you know, it's Christopher Walken who I liked, who that, had that, that yeah. type of career, but then all of a sudden was appreciated in his older life, mm-hmm. and you know was on Saturday Night Live and had some great roles. Question: Did he really kill someone in real life? Yeah. Oh, that's I, a. Yeah, I, I have no that's idea. A, that's a that's a theory, right? You know, do you believe it? I, I have at, that, at this point. <laughs> I don't. Care what you don't people care if you know. Like I feel like Rutger Hauer could have done that kind of like yeah. creepy horror guy. Like you bring me in for a day and I'll do this creepy thing. Huh. But like that never really happened with him. Like, mm. He was only the, I literally only remember him from Buffy. That's sad. I mean, he could have been. He was good looking. He could have been a lead actor, and it just didn't work out. Yeah. What happened with his career? That didn't happen to somebody else who's a lefer actor. I don't even think, like, from what I hear, he's not even an asshole. Yeah, but you don't really know. No, there's a lot of them that are, that that made it big. You hear that about them, though. Yeah. I mean, you look at you, Carlos. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's fascinating that, is it you just can't read a script well? Is it... Is it the agent? Oh, well, and I was thinking about this today. Uh, so I, I was at Joey's before I came here, and uh, Lisa put on this movie with, like, Clive Owen. And, like, Clive Owen had such a good, like, almost, like, steady career. Yeah. And then he just kept making bad choice after bad choice after bad choice. I was like, why are, what are you doing? You, like, 
you were in Sin City, you were in Closer, you were in these really good, like, movies, like, what, Sin City was, like, whatever, yeah. but, like, Closer was almost prestige, and it just, it didn't hit for him. Yeah, and, and I think part of him is he chose a regular family life, not in L.A., yeah. to not play that game, and so I think that's why Clive Owen is happy with a smaller career. Yeah. Um, but... You know, is this what happened with Rutgers Howard? I don't know. That would be a great interview question because he's one of these guys that just were tremendous and you never saw him fulfill his full talent. But I feel like he kind of likes what he did. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame him for that at all because he's been like in that Hitcher remake and I feel like that got him some pretty good will. So it it just kind of depends. He's got a better acting career than I do. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. for sure. Like I you know, like commercial and I was like eight, and yeah. I'm still waiting for a callback. You did? I did. What commercial? Oh, Talk it was hilarious. <laughs> it was for Sizzler. No, you didn't. And not. they they ha- hired the Boy Scouts. They gave us like the Boy Scouts three hundred dollars if we would all show up in our regular clothes and act like we're like eating Sizzler. And I got to sit there for three hours eating a salad going, where's the steak? Because at the time I ate meat. And it was just, it was so boring. And we, I was background for a Sizzler commercial. Okay, but are you, is the commercial out there? It was out there. I'm sure it's gone. I was also on a, <laughs> I was on a cooking show. I did the, you know, when someone's, pulls the thing out of the oven uh-huh. I did all that food for them and they asked me then twice to be on the show I made drinks one time mm-hmm. I did something else um, and that show is probably not out there so what it's for the, the hell Steve? I know get it together no, when you look like things. me you don't be in front of the camera you're behind the camera <laughs> that's why I'm on a podcast <laughs> And not on a video cast. A podcast that nobody listens yes. to. I'm bald, I'm overweight, and I have a gap in my teeth. I'm better for the voice. I give really good voice. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, what other questions do you have? Let's go. Um, so, so many pages. Lightning now. round. Let's go. Okay. Um, I feel like it's more interesting if you just throw okay, questions um, at us. Steve. Um, I, we've walked through this a million times, Carlos. Mm. But if you had the chance to be in, if you were an AI, yeah. and you had the chance to live forever, would you? No. Okay. Why? It, it, because I think us knowing that we have a limited lifespan, we are you appreciate pushed more? to, yeah, and especially the older you get, you appreciate more, you have more thanks for what you have. If you had, if I was a Highlander guy, you know, and, you know, and it, it just would like, you see everyone you love around you die, and then they die, and then they die. But it, it's going to be boring after a while. Yeah, but you're I not going to, like, want to see what happens in the future? You know, I, okay. I, I believe that I am going to know I'm part of the future, and I know it's going to happen What's eventually. Happen? <laughs> not good things. It's like Trump has his way and it just gets worse and worse. But it's, I, I, I really think that us having a limited thing, we appreciate it so much more. Okay. The boredom of being immortal, immortal has got to be just a huge burden. 
Because we talk about this all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I'd want to know what goes on. Like, I want to see what happens. Yeah, I pretty Is much trash this place, and it's best if I don't see, you know. Oh, yeah, that's my fault. I mean, I hate this place, but <laughs> I still want to see what happens. Okay. We were talking about fucker and father. Yeah. What was going on with that? Yeah, so in the scene where Roy is confronting Tyrell, and at one scene he uses the word, he refers to him as father. In some versions, he referred to him as fucker. Do you remember that? And and it was really interesting. And I used to think, oh, fucker is better because he's Roy's angry. But Carlos and I talked about this, and I think father, because he is a father. Mm-hmm. It, this is This is... You know, someone who is more human than human. So he's in a way a god, yeah. and he's uh, he is now taking control. This is mythology of his father's realm. He's overthrowing his father in a way which, you know, I think most people would say that that talk about this subject has to happen. That you have to take you know take power away from your father to rule to become power. And this is what we're seeing. So I think father is. A better, better phrase torn, because he uh, was yeah he killed his father yeah so then he could fully become what he was which was a loving kind appreciating life person and he kills him by gouging his eyes out crushing his head gouging his eyes which again comes out of mythol Greek mythology and that grossed me out yeah it's, it was meant to gross you out I couldn't deal they did a good job I have that. a weird thing with eyes. It's okay. He lived to be a bartender at the Shining Hotel. (laughs) It's all good. Um, Okay. Um, Why is it called Blade Runner? I think we already answered (laughs) that. I did answer that because he bought the rights to another book. Thank you. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's uh, like, this sounds cool. It, it is cool. How many many hours are we in? Oh, my God. Two hours. Two two hours. I have uh, Daryl Hannah looks very creepy doll looking but it's a classic look but to die between Daryl Hannah's thighs as she's turning your head there are much worse Worse ways to go (laughs) than that I'd be like yes come on smack me a few more times it's not a bad way to go sure yeah next she's shot why do they why do they have blood why do they believe? That's a good question. Because they're basically human. Yeah. They're engineered humans. They're not an android. They're not a machine. Okay, how they, though? Because on every little level, they have been created. The cells were created. Someone built the eyeballs that they installed that. Someone built every aspect of them. Yeah. But their blood and tissue, they bleed. They feel pain. Yeah. They've been engineered to be stronger, faster, smarter, in some cases, than, you know, not Leon. Poor Leon, which is stronger. But, in, and they are more human than human, but they are living tissue. More human than human. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do they want Harrison Ford dead? Because he's trying to kill them. Yeah. He's trying to retire them. But he kills... You said two of them. Yeah. And they're not there he to... Has. Yeah, they're not here to massively destroy humanity. They they're, didn't set up they car bombs. They, yeah. 
they went they to that guy that has the AIDS disease, mm. and they're like, we don't want to live for four years. We want to live longer. longer. Okay. And that's their whole thing. It's like, what? And that, that, that goes back to my question of, would you want to live longer? I mean, why the fuck? Would you want to well, live I want to live more than four years. The only reason I would is to see what the fuck happens. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, but imagine if you're like a out. synthetic life. It's like, why are you only making me live this long? Yeah. Like, technically, ha- okay. Why were they made? Was it just for? Was they're it like for, slaves, basically. Yeah, okay, like so for work. For but, work. Okay. And then I'm also going to give you. My grandfather lived to be 99, wow. which is like that's a long, a long life. Time. Yeah. And I think at the end he was ready to go because the world he knew. He was an engineer. He did word programming. He did some early computer work. But then he got to the point where he really, the world passed him by. Mm. He was physically done. He, The world he knew was long gone. Everyone he knew was gone. He was ready to move on. Yeah. I think at a certain point we're all going to hit that if we have long life. So I can't imagine if you're 500 and you're like... These kids today are texting, and I can't see, and I just shit in my pants. You know what I mean? You want to go. I mean, okay, so my great aunt, my, my dad's aunt, was, uh, he worked for Shell, the Shell company, and was a human computer. Like, she literally would compute, like, mathematical yeah. equations. Wow. Um, before computers were made. And... Was she in that movie? Which one? Were they, they all the, the people for NASA are working at? Not for NASA, stuff? no. She no. works for the gas company. Hidden fences. Yeah. <laughs> Tron. I have pictures of her. Um, but she was a, literally called a computer. And she would... That's so cool. Phys- uh, write out equations and shit. Um, but, like, I think even if I were her, I would still want to see how far we'd progress. Like... I don't think I'd want to get to the point where I'd be like, I'm ready to go. Like, I don't know. Well, how old are you? Uh, going to... 34. 34. So, you have a perspective of a 34-year-old. Wait till you're 74. <laughs> and just see. Uh, you might have a different perspective. I'm going to hate life. You might, yeah. I mean, I already hate life. But <laughs> I'm going to hate it more, is what you're saying? I put, was Rachel just sleepy or dead? <laughs> Why did I write that? I have no idea what well, I'm talking yeah, about. You know, and they did that on purpose, where they had the sheet over her. Decker's like coming in there because he knew that you know his his in a way his nemesis, you know, uh, you know, Gaff had been there or uh-huh. knew about her. Like I said, you know, she's not gonna too bad she's not gonna live. Uh-huh. So Gaff, who looks like a pretty shitty cop. At least knew that much that you know, it, it, you know that that Decker was hooking up with her, so he goes in there expecting maybe she'd been retired by Gaff or one of the other cops, mm-hmm. and we don't know that until he moves the sheet and then she's just sleepy, and he's like, "We need to go now." So she lives in the end. She lives, and you need to watch the next movie. Bye. Yeah, to see what happens to Rachel. Rachel? Hmm. Uh, yeah, Rachel. Um, yeah. My last line is... Is... Edward James... Almost? That guy? Mm-hmm. Is he a bad guy? No. He's not. He's not. So why the fuck is he the nose that origami's everywhere? 
It's clues to the movie. That's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid for the movie. Why? Why? Why didn't you leave them? What? I just don't understand what the point in them he's, is. So he's trying, he's trying to get Deckard with them. What is, in are a they way. clues for, are they clues for him? It's then? a clue for him being who he is. It's. Yeah. I it's, think in a way that he's kind of annoyed that Deckard was called in on this, who is not a cop anymore. Mm-hmm. He was retired. Oh, so private he was eye, like, you know, her. private okay. eye. He gets pulled in. So obviously, Gaff, like you know, his character is not good enough. He has a limp, so he's physically not good enough. And he, you know, so in a way, he's just supervising. Mm-hmm. And he's probably not happy about that, but what he's doing with Origami is letting him know, I know things. Yeah. You're a chicken. You're not going to stand up to this cop. Because basically, he just said, if you don't do what I say, you're dead. Okay. And, and you know, so you're a chicken. I don't understand the little straw, the little stick the man. man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't quite get that. I feel like that's him, like, are you a man? Like, yeah. are, like, that's oh, him is he, like, questioning he Descartes' humanity. Yeah. And then the unicorn at the end was widely taken, like, I know you had this dream, which yeah. maybe was implanted in replicants. Mm-hmm. You're a replicant. And that's what was widely taken, but maybe it is something of go to the wilderness and live among the unicorns, okay. which maybe is more what originally one of the writers, you know, they more put like in there. poetic kind of a yeah. resolution. Yeah, maybe. like go north where there is like, myth, you know, mythological Like live creatures. your fantasy. Kind of, there's okay. so many ways to read this movie. So do you think yeah. that me... Knowing me, mm. knowing who I am, mm-hmm. am I gonna like the newer one better? Maybe. You know what? I feel like the am newer gonna... one has more definite answers on some things. Yeah, I um, like. Like uh, physically, am I gonna like it? Ryan Gosling. I mean, if I had to choose between Ryan Gosling versus Harrison, Harrison Ford, I would I would personally sleep with Ryan Gosling <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah. I like. He has a pers- a, a girlfriend, personal assistant. A, a, oh, joy! That is, that is so amazingly cool. I wonder that. though. Well, me, my, me, and uh, you know Morgan. Uh-huh. So Morgan loved Joy, but I wonder if that's just a weird like male fantasy Ooh. that we're just like so like. Oh yeah, Joy is like. This program that loves you and like gives you encouragement, like it's such a male. And you could upgrade her now, fan- yeah, a certain amount of money to a physical sense. You're like, sweet. Yeah, it's such a weird male fantasy. Whereas, like, yeah. yes, I love you, Joy, and is like, and Morgan was like, yeah, Joy's the best. Someone that gives you encouragement and like, just, so Joy is who? Is Joy is an AI. Yeah. It, uh, and just Amanda that I'll and it's like that. real AI where she's just a hologram, and then he's able to upgrade her. But, but it's like basically like yeah. It's it, it's like basically like almost a sex bot where it's like oh you're the best you're great like mm-hmm. it's just, Honey, you know I like it's you just encouraging you yeah so like you know when I saw it, I was like oh this is cool but I wouldn't want to have it in real life yeah. 
Because it's not real human interaction. It's just an AI unit saying, like, you're the best. You're you're a great man. Whatever. Like, it's yeah. such a weird, like, line. Yeah, it's like a sex doll. They're fun for a few days. Not that I know firsthand. <laughs> but then it would get more. Like, I would think. And then what? you kind of hose them off. And then, <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> I, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah it's a weird thing. Like. Yeah. It, it it introduces interesting things, but yeah, the thing I got the most out of that movie is just that it's so beautiful. Like yeah. it's so like this movie is slow and like you can see the city, mm-hmm. but like this the, the Blade Runner twenty forty nine has like more like desert landscapes and just like yeah barren wastelands, but it's still so like beautiful. It, it it's really good. And the Nexus that they, or whatever they are that they're created, are more deadly and like, oh shit. You know, it's like the the next generation are to be even more feared. It's just, it's definitely worth watching. Does it say like how many more years they live or? Uh, well, it's, it's like, so. It's more of a mystery uh, looking for, they're trying to solve a, 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 a puzzle. Well, but it's so many years into the future. So yeah. this is what twenty seventeen yeah, is what they said. For, yeah, and this so then the other one's twenty forty nine. So yeah, like 49. they have a specific point in time. Yeah. How old are we going to be? Oh, yeah. You get to see Harrison again. I got it. I got it. Where's my phone? Right here. Yeah. You get to see old. Calculate Harrison. for me. <laughs> I can't do math in my head. <laughs> so twenty forty nine. Twenty forty nine. Minus what's your birth year? Uh, nineteen eighty four. I'll be 65. Hey, that's not too bad. Yeah. I'll be young. This mm-hmm. is a new 50. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh-huh. Dang. Uh-huh. Damn, we're going to live that long? Oh, fuck, man. I I'm, doubt I'm it. I'm screwed. Uh, I doubt it. You don't think I'll live that long? I, I don't think anyone's going to live that long. I'll be dead in five years. <laughs> We've seen you drink. No, you're not going to live that long. Well, they might be have artificial... Kidneys by then and livers, so you hey, might be good. Actually, well, let's hope so. Yeah. Somebody was telling me recently that they take liver cleansing pills, so like you can still drink, and it cleans your liver. So cool. if you want to lose weight, I've got some 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 worms I got from Mexico. <laughs> I from a, guy, a friend named Creed, and you'll lose like twenty pounds. No, right look, <laughs> no the. The that, that losing a, weight thing is not the deal. The deal is me being able to drink as long yeah, as I can without yeah. killing my liver. And, and Creed was a reference to The Office. That was reference to a one of the. He gave one of the characters these pills. He's <laughs> like, I, I'm losing weight for these pills. He's like, Yeah, they were just. Like, you can find us on. <laughs> Wait, are we just going to end like that? What do you want to talk about? Well, how do you want to end this? What do you want to talk about? Do you have any last words? Steve. No. Okay. <laughs> Would you recommend this to a friend? Uh, absolutely. I'm actually, uh, I, I go to local coffee on Broadway, and there's a few baristas there who you are also them? youngins, <laughs> and they've never seen the movie, so I'm taking in my copy <laughs> tomorrow morning, dropping it off, saying, pass this around, <laughs> experience this movie, because I think... Yes, there are aspects that have are, have have dated a little bit, but for the most part, the music, the visuals, the story haven't, and it be it, it should be seen and enjoyed, especially on a large TV. 
and get the full effect because it still is, I think, one of my ten favorite okay. movies. It's like watching this on your giant TV. It looked beautiful. Like I wrote that like I think three different times in my notes. I was like, this movie is gorgeous. What about it is so gorgeous? I don't like the models and like the the lighting of the models. I didn't feel like, it was that yeah. gorgeous. I I really did. I, I mean, I thought it was very cool looking. Yeah. Noir yeah. style. Yeah. Um but like all the close-ups of the models, all the like lights, like all the like Japanese, Chinese like influence on it, like yeah. it was just yeah. beautiful. Like there's the, the, there's a good like blue haze over it. The umbrellas with a little light yeah. stick on it. I mean, there's so many little effects that you see that just stand out. And you know, like, it, it, and yes, and I would have kissed you know uh, Pris's you know when she was dead and yeah. she her tongue back and uh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. Mandy, would you recommend this? My final thing is, I think it's a a cool movie, mm. a cool movie to watch. Do I think it was particularly like mind altering? No. Oh, you want all mind altering? <laughs> we had that in a pill form. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna say it changed our world. No. I, don't, I mean, I, I, I think it was it was a good movie, and I'm sure it was fucking amazing for its time. Yeah, yeah. But so amazing that it was, I think, freaked people out and was overlooked. But now we have so many um, AI movies that it's not that um, revolutionary, I guess. Yeah, yeah I um, robot. There's yeah. a lot of good ones that are, that are out there. Yeah, but I definitely think it, it was cool looking, and uh, if you like that noir style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely watch it. Like, it's slow, purposefully so, so it's like, if that's not your type of thing, I understand if you're not into it. Yeah. And Carlos, would you recommend it? Oh, I, I totally would. Um, like, I love Ridley Scott, I love Harrison Ford, Yeah. and I like noir movies, I like sci-fi, it, it's, it hits a lot of my buttons. Like, Gerald Hannah in this movie is fucking hot. Yeah. And I know she's a sex robot on purpose, but like it was peak Daryl Hannah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, like I, I understand why Quentin Tarantino like hired her for like you know Kill Bill Volume mm-hmm. Two or whatever. It's like yeah, she does a good job of doing this thing. Sex bot. Yeah. Sex bot fanbot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Kill Bill is a different role completely. Uh, L Driver is a totally completely different role, but. This role, it's like iconic. Like so, some girl I found, one girl I found on Instagram, like has dressed as girl Hannah from this movie like mm-hmm. a few times, and it's like so hot. It is. It's still. It's such a hot like fucking outfit. Like when when they're in that in in uh, what in JF was it JF Sebastian's yeah. Uh, you know his his house, mm. and she's got that little veil type thing yeah. over her. It is so wonderfully creepy. You've yeah. got the the old dolls and toys. Mm-hmm. You've got the new that things that he's created. Thing, yeah. Yeah. That thing with a big nose with nervous yeah. eyes. Yeah. You're like, okay, is he scared of her? Is he turned on by her? Yeah. Maybe both. And you just, it's just wonderful. And can you imagine walking into something like that, looking for someone who, no. who you're hunting, who's a yeah. superior being? like that's terrifying yeah it's just wonderful that's super yeah. scary oh. 
Um, if we had to bring you back, Steve, what movie would you want to do next? Oh, I, I'm you know, I said that you all need to watch District 9, and Come I on. think that is I, just off the top of my head, and it's not like sitting there looking at a list. I love that that alien movie mm. because it fits into all my all the things that I love where you've got technology, some humor, and then you also have who's worse, the aliens or the humans. Or us and workers. guess what? It's the humans, it's the corporations, it's the government who are so much worse than the aliens. Same thing with zombies. I love 28 Days Later. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, these things are fucking terrifying. They can run fast. They don't get tired. I'd be dead in three blocks. But the Maybe humans two. Are humans but worse. guess what? Those soldiers yeah. are much scarier yeah. than the zombies. Yep. Definitely. So, for me, yeah. it's like, I think District 9 is so good. All right. It's a yeah. good one. We'll keep that in mind. Yes. <laughs> Andy. Yes. I'll have you choose for next week. What do you want to watch? Uh, what do you feel like? I don't even know. Hold on. Let me look at I have like, <laughs> I have ideas randomly. What are your ideas? Um, fuck. You don't even know. I'm so drunk right now. Leave me alone. Um, no, I didn't. I have contacts. Oh, oh we, have we not seen that? You've done contact. That's a long yeah, one. He has not seen the contact. Uh, oh. I haven't. It's a long one. But contact with the day the earth stood still. I think we should do the day the earth stood still. Maybe a ridge or Keanu. The ridge. Let's do Keanu after that. Mm. Oh no. Dude. Oh, do you want to do the Keanu? I'd rather do a newer one. All right. Oh, uh, oh. Well, we can do the original. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the thing. People I don't want to hear you. newer movies. This is the problem. Mm. Like, I feel like we get more. You, had, you hear that, viewers? You're a problem. <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> you might have. You might not. Yeah. You might not. <laughs> or we could do the Explorers. But we did an 80s movie last week. Yeah. Well, 90s, but. Uh, the Explorers, we could do Flight to the Navigator, we could do Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, we could do The Thing. Oh, we could do The Thing. Ooh. It's a good one. Uh, and The know. Thing came out in 82? Yeah. What would you rather do? Whatever you want. Take your pick. Hurry I up. I don't know. I'm Five, four, three, two. Whatever. I hate you. You pick. I, wow. think, I think you should do the thing. The wow. thing. Okay. Okay. All right. Next and thank you guys. This was really a lot thank of fun. Thanks for coming. Steve, for coming to our, our show. And thank you for show. Tokyo Inn for catering this. It's fabulous. <laughs> for real. You, you know, Best Japanese we, food in Southwest Texas. The most food we've gotten like for doing this show. Steve, thank you for uh, joining us. You fed us. Uh, <laughs> Steve, what do you have to plug? What uh, Instagram or Twitter yeah, wanna, or any other like websites or anything that you do? And the only thing I do is Instagram, and it's Hunter from Hunter to from, from Hunter to Gather, <laughs> and it is just me and my life. I only follow people I know, and it's very small. And I'm happy keeping. So you don't want small. random people following you? You know, they're allowed to, but don't get upset if I don't follow you. <laughs> I've got yep. enough shit on my feed. Team That's, no follow back. Team follow back is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say. All right. So follow Steve at From Hunter Together. Yes. Follow Mandy at 
Amateur underscore wino. Follow Carlos at Zombu Studio on all the things, motherfuckers. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And uh, oh, Friday. What month are we in? Uh, we're in June. June. Yeah. Is this Friday the thirteenth? Thirteenth? No. What's today? Today's the 12th. Okay, so uh, Friday the 15th, you can join me at SAMA. I will be uh, with Slab Cinema, and they'll be playing the Grand Budapest Hotel, and I'll be there with my zine Warship, and buy zines from us because we need your money. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks we don't need your money, you but it'd money. be nice. No, uh, you know what? We did pretty good last time. Okay. Are you done? Fuck you, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. We're wrapping it up? Oh, fuck. Hey, how many hours are we in? Fuck you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>